Good morning. Welcome to St. Andrew Lutheran Church, and especially if this is your first time here today, thank you for coming and visiting. We hope that you hear something that's encouraging or challenging in your life and can help you grow. These texts today do that. They're difficult, but they meet us where we are. And remember, it's God's word, and there's good news in them. So I, I pray that you'll hear some good news for your life in a way that only you can today. Uh, if you are a visitor and you would like to learn more information or connect with one, of, um, with one of the pastors, there is a card in the pew rack, and you can fill that out and stick that in the offering plate, and we'd be glad to be in touch with you. A few announcements are before us today, and I'll leave them for your review. But uh, Tammy Schilling is here on behalf of Member Outreach, and she has a word today about the companion visit from Zerist. Yes, thank you. Good morning. So as we enter the third Sunday of the month, we're sharing in worship with our brothers and sisters in Zerus. There's a couple of points that I wanted to make everybody aware of. Pastor Justin and I uh, attended the 2020 ELCA Senate planning meeting yesterday. And during that planning meeting, we had a guest speaker, Kevin Jacobson, from the ELCA Global Mission Director for East and South Africa. And he talked about accompaniment. And we wanted to make you aware that there's some hosting sessions for the conference-wide that we'll be having here in the next month. The Wisconsin River Valley meeting is on April 18th, and it's from 10 to 11.30, and that's at Grace in Tomahawk. After that meeting, they are hosting a South African lunch. So if you're available and want to learn a little bit more about hosting and what that all entails, um, we're asking you to put that date on your calendar. There is one in the Appleton Conference that will be on April 25th, and that is at St. Mark's in Nina. On behalf of Member Outreach, we're going to be starting the planning for our brothers and sisters here within the church, and that next meeting will be on March 10th during ministry nights. So we're welcoming anybody who wants to join in and just participate in the planning of those events that we will be hosting. I have received names of our visitors and um, those that are wanting to come. St. Andrews has extended a letter of invitation for 15. Uh, there have requested 17 people to come. So we're working on some of the numbers there. But what I have now is we have four couples that, that are coming. One family with one young adult child will be coming. And six single brothers and sisters. Those dates are June 18th through the 30th. And the best part is they're flying into CWA, so there's no traveling to Chicago to pick them up. So that's really a big plus. A um, couple tidbits of information. Out in the informational desk, you will see a Zerist companion church visit form and an assistant and volunteer form. We are looking for hosting families. It does not have to be for the entire two weeks. We are looking to host three days minimum, and then switch and rotate families from there. In the Wisconsin River Valley Conference, there are 68 visitors coming from over in South Africa. 
All the other conferences in the Synod, there's 41 visitors. So we have a total of 110 visitors coming from South Africa. There are 13 maybes pending out there. So if we add those in, we are looking at possible 123 visitors from our South African area. Some of the visas are still in process, so some of those numbers may change. Like I said, hosting forms can be found at the informational desk. Please watch for future volunteer opportunities. Member Outreach is really looking for participation and help in organizing this wonderful event. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. It's incredible to know that people on the other side of the world are praying for us today, so we'll include them in our prayers as well. With that, let's stand together, centering our hearts and our minds for worship as we begin with the confession and forgiveness. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who creates us and forms us, who redeems us and calls us, who unites us and sends us. Gathered in God's presence, let us confess our sin. Mighty and loving God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We seek our own way. We divide the body of Christ. In your mercy, cleanse us and heal us. Let the words of our mouths, the thoughts of our hearts, and everything that we do be filled with faith, hope, and love. Amen. Hear the voice of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to proclaim release to the captives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I proclaim to you that your sins are forgiven and you are released. The joy of the Lord is your strength and the gifts of the Holy Spirit are yours forever. Amen. Let's join together in our gathering song number 615.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, to the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. God, the strength of all who hope in you. Because we are weak mortals, we accomplish nothing good without you. Help us to see and understand the things we ought to do, and give us grace and power to do them through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. You may be seated. At this time, we receive our new members, and so as I call your names, please do come forward. Al Levon and Alex Jordan, Patrick Molly, Mackenzie and Naomi Keeper, Chelsea Olson, Michael Palmer, Justin Peters, Sarah Hujar, Justin Molly, Braden and Embry Pinter, and any others that I may have missed on this list. Dear friends, we give thanks for the gift of baptism and for you, one with us in the body of Christ, whom we welcome as new members to the life and ministry of St. Andrew. In baptism, we welcomed into the body of Christ and we were welcomed into the body of Christ and sent to share in God's mission in the world. We are called to live among God's faithful people, to hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper, to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed to serve all people following the example of Jesus, and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. Do you intend to continue in the covenant in your baptism among God's people and in this place? If so, then say, I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. People of God, do you promise to support and pray for these new members in their life in Christ? If so, then say, we do, and we ask God to help and guide us. Let us welcome these sisters and brothers in Christ to this community of faith with a round of applause. children to come forward. 
There's a lot of you here. This is great, except I don't see mine. Oh, I see them. They're coming. They're late. Probably planning a dog show or something. Well, good morning. And I have holes in my hair. Yes, you do. So, I got a question. You know what this is? Who who eats this? Babies. Do you eat? Have you eaten? Have you eaten this? Yeah. Do you eat this now? No. No, you didn't have this for breakfast. Some nice natural carrot. No. Anybody need a little snack? Want to try some carrot? No. No. Why don't you want to eat baby food? It's for babies. Are you babies? No, you're growing, right? You're gr- so you eat different food. Yeah, you don't eat mashed up carrots. You can crunch your carrots yourself, right? Yeah. And some of you may be able to even like cook carrots and like some nice carrots cooked in honey. Yeah? Yeah. No? Disgusting. Okay. Well, you haven't run into the right recipe then, I bet. But... Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, talks to us about milk or baby food and solid food. And you know what? You're learning, you're learning about God. And you're learning some basic things about God. And it's sort of like you're eating baby food right now. Well, no. But you know what? Some of you are getting a little bit older and learning some more things about God. And so they're not... You're already five? Yeah. So you don't need any baby food. And if you look out there, there's a lot of people out there that have learned even more about God and can answer questions that you have. And there's a couple of folks up here. So, you know what the important thing is? At every stage of life, whether you're eating baby food or whether you're eating carrots, or whether you're growing, or whether you're old and don't want to grow anymore, you're always learning new things about God that open your eyes to just how amazing God is. And so I'm really excited for you to go off and to do your Sunday school lessons, because you're going to learn something. And then I'm really excited for you next year to go, because you're going to learn more. And then the next year you'll learn more and more, until you can teach me all about God, okay? All right. Well, you can't now, but soon, once you get off the baby food. All right. Can we fold our hands? No. Can, let's, let's all fold our hands and repeat after me, and we'll say a prayer. Thank you, God, for helping me grow. Thank you, God, for helping me grow. Thank you, God, for helping me learn. Thank you, God, for helping me learn. Help me learn more. And more, and more, and more, about your love, about Jesus, about the church. Amen. Thank you for coming up. the words up to Jesus. Yeah, but throw the words up to Jesus. That's exactly what we did. No, we're not doing that.
A reading from Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 20. Moses said to the people, See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today, by loving the Lord your God, walking in his ways, and observing his commandments, decrees, and ordinances, then you shall live and become numerous, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away, and you do not hear, but are led astray to bow down to other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall perish. You shall not live along long in this land that you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and holding fast to him. For that means life to you and length of days, so that you may live in the land that the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. The psalm before us today is Psalm 119, verses 1 through 8, and we'll read responsively by a whole verse. Happy are they whose way is blameless, who follow the teaching of the Lord. Who never do any wrong, but always walk in your ways. Oh, that my ways were made so direct that I might keep your statutes. I will thank you with a true heart when I have learned your righteous judgments. The second reading, 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 9. Brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as a spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving according to human inclinations? For for when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely human, but... What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted Apollos, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. See, neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive wages according to the labor for each. For we are God's servants, working together. You are God's field, God's building.
Jesus said to the disciples, You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, You fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, Leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come, to ter- come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way to court with him. Or your accuser may hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust in his heart has already committed adultery. If, you, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife... Let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of unchastity, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not swear falsely, but carry out your vows you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, Do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I do not want to be up here today. Because these, this is a hard reading. And because I'm not the person you should follow. Because I don't have a stellar example with regards to this particular gospel reading. You see, I've recently moved and I've had to deal with movers and, you know, loaders and all of those folks. And I have uttered the phrase, you fool, or its variations, several times at various volumes to many different people. And yeah, I am liable to the hell of fire. And it made it just that much more easy for this week when the garbage wasn't picked up. For me to call up the garbage company and, as tactfully as I can, say you fool politely enough to get things done. But I still committed murder, as Jesus laid it out for us today in the reading. Because I looked at these people, I talked to these people, I listened to these people, and I said, they have no place in my world. 
They were fools. They were unworthy. They had no value. And so to me, they could very well be dead. It wouldn't matter. And that is the core of sin. When we look at those around us and fail to see their value in God's eyes. And how do we get rid of this? How can we somehow remove this from ourselves, from our community? Well, we could, you know, take one of Jesus' suggestions and start to gouge out eyes and chop off tongues and arms and feet and... Well, then I'd be Pastor Stump. Because I'd be unable to do anything, but I would still be able to sin. Because the sin that divides our communities, that causes us to elevate our own way, that leads us down the path of choosing death, resides within our hearts and within our minds. And if we remove those from ourselves, we would be dead. But that is not the path that Jesus wants us to take and that God wants us to follow. Now there's another option. I could do the the other thing about uh, swearing an oath. I mean, I could come before the altar here and place my hand upon it and swear before God in heaven and everyone that I will be the best Christian ever. How long before I go out that door and drag God's name through the mud? I mean, even our best intentions, even when we strive to do good, we do evil and we divide the community. Because we fail to see the role that our brothers and sisters around us have to play in God's story of salvation. And we fail to realize that we're not the hero. We're not the main character of the story. That's that solid food that Paul was telling the Corinthians and that this whole baby food metaphor was getting at. We hear about Jesus' love. And we know that that love is for us. And that is good. And that gets us started on our journeys. But we also know that God's love is for other people. For those around us and those whose values we may not see. Those who make us angry. Those who we think have no place. They have a place. There are roles for us all in God's kingdom. And it takes strength to see that. Because it takes strength to remember that Jesus is the one who is the author and the perfecter of our faith. And it is his story, not ours. And so we need to take a step back from what we think we should be doing and take an ounce of humility And think about what God would have us do. How God would have us help our brothers and sisters. For even Paul calls himself a servant. And he calls Apollos a servant. And Paul and Apollos were just two of the servants. Two of the people that helped the church in Corinth grow in their faith. 
But the one who actually caused that growth is God. And so Paul reminds them and reminds us that we are God's field, God's building. We are the backdrop against which the saving acts of God and the reconciliation of the Holy Spirit are seen by the world around us. We are that kid in the middle school play dressed as a tree. You ever, you ever seen those plays or those Christmas pageants where you just want to get everybody out there? You want to give everybody a role and so you have a whole bunch of kids covered in cotton ball for sheep and then a whole bunch of other kids dressed in burlap for shepherds and then another bunch of kids dressed in white with glitter and uh, garland for halos in a Christmas pageant? And you trot them all out so that they can all help tell the story. But what would happen if the wise men stood front and center down in front of Mary and Jesus? Kind of ruined the story, right? Or if the sheep thought the angels needed, you know, to change their tune and try and rewrite the songs that they sing and the words that they say? That's the same thing that sin does. Causes us to forget. That it's not our story. And it is only by the grace of God that we can take that step back and let our brothers and sisters step up and have their place and take their role and fulfill the calling that God has called them to fulfill. There is a saying in the show business, there are no small parts, only small actors. And the same thing is true about our life of faith in the kingdom of heaven. Is that when we take the role that we are called to take, no matter if we get the glory, if we're front and center singing the song or reciting the soliloquy, or if we're in the back dressed as a tree, we are important to the story. We have a part to play. And when we play our part, the world will applaud and call for an encore that we know will happen once God's kingdom fully comes. Amen.
With the whole church, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Trusting that God hears us, let us pray for the church, for the world, and all who are in need. Shepherding God, you protect and guide us with your word. Lead your church into ever closer relationship with you, that we might better know your commands, hold fast to your decrees, and live in your law. Hear us, O God. God of the cosmos, heaven and earth bear witness to the splendor of all that you have created. Bless the ground, trees, waterways, and skies with abundant life. Restore synergy between humankind and the natural world, that we may live in harmony with the world you have made. Hear us, O God. God of peace, you show solidarity with all who suffer. Bring an end to violence, war, discrimination, and all other forms of deadly hate, that we may experience your love through the power of justice. Hear us, O God. God of hope, you provide bountifully for all people. Use our lives to alleviate global injustice and eliminate poverty that all benefit from the abundant gifts you pour out for your people. Hear us, O God. God of growth, you nurture this community. Cultivate in us a spirit of service to one another and bless us in the ministry that we share with our brothers and sisters in Syrist South Africa. We pray that you would grow their ministry and nurture them, even as we anticipate their coming this summer. Hear us, O God. God of our ancestors, Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebecca, Jacob and Leah and Rachel, we give you thanks for our forebears in the faith who now rest in your eternal grace and love. Hear us, O God. Confident that you are able to accomplish more than we even dare to ask, we bring these prayers before you, believing in your saving grace, revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We share Christ's peace with one another. with the noisy offering so if any childlike adults would be willing to help us the noisy offering today goes toward 89q oh great thank you guys so much for helping um goes toward 89q and um their ministry to share god's word through music so thank you for your generosity and your help
It's nice and noisy today. I was going to say, this whole side over here, we're coming. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come on over here, Sophie. This whole side is awesome. Did we miss anyone? This is the quietest noisy offering ever. (laughs) Come on forward. Let's have a prayer. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Pastor Dustin. Let's, let's have a prayer. Stay here. Let's gather. Come on over. <laughs> you guys can come on over. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for these gifts. And we pray your blessing upon the ministry of 89Q. Strengthen and sustain those who are leading that mission. And allow us to be partners with them through the generosity that many have shared today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. <laughs> Let us pray. God of wonder, you formed us in our mother's womb, and from Mother Earth you bring forth this bread and wine. We place them on your table together with our lives and all that you have made. Open the heavens to us and pour out your spirit. We wait for your mercy. We long for your peace. We hunger and thirst for Jesus Christ, our banquet of life. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your Mighty and merciful Lord, heaven and earth are full of your glory. In great love you send to us Jesus, your Son, who reached out to heal the sick and suffering, who preached good news to the poor, and who on the cross opened his arms to all. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering, therefore, his death, resurrection, and ascension, we await his coming in glory. Pour it upon us the spirit of your love, O Lord, and unite the wills of all who share this heavenly food the body and blood of Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. All are welcome at this table of mercy and reconciliation. given for you.
stand as you are able. My brothers and sisters, we are at this very moment within heaven's bounds. And may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which we have received here this day, strengthen us and keep us in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. Faithful God, you have kept your promise to us in this meal, nourishing us with the gift of salvation. Now send your servants forth in peace that we may testify to your goodness and share the hope that is ours. In Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Receive the benediction. May Christ, the wisdom and power of God and our source of life together, keep you united in mind and in purpose. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be upon you now and remain with you always. Amen. Let us join in our sending song this day, number 663. Thanks be to God.